The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Yay! Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. And man, am I excited for today's show! But before I tell you about it, let me do my introductions of everyone, starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. No words <laughs> can say the blizzard, the snow, the cold, the disgustingness. I can't stand it. So to make it happy, I wore my happy shirt. And I was going to wear this shirt April 1st. But I figured we need a little Christmas. Not really. We need a little sunshine. A little, little sunshine. Yeah, you look yeah, very handsome. Sweet. Well, thank you. I'm very handsome. My mother made me that way. Um, was that a very narcissistic crack? Listen, folks. It ain't no joke. Cold weather blows. I mean, I don't like it. <laughs> what more can I say? So I dress springing. It's sort of a pistachio green background with yellow and orange and turquoise and white. They look like spiders, but they're not. I guess they're some kind of... Pineapples. Pine they're pineapples. Oh, they're pineapples. Oh, Jesus. Upside down. Look at that. Oh, they're all p different colored pineapples. Turquoise, orange, yellow. Who gives a shit? Let's go on with this show. All right. So we also want to uh, welcome welcome in and say hello to the, cool, to the uh, man behind the boards. Hey, Chad, what's up? Ah, 67 degrees, sunny skies. Couldn't ask for more. How come like Ron's baby? I got I got so two much. words for you, and it ain't Merry Christmas. Yeah, let it snow, baby. There yeah, you go. Let it snow because we're enjoying the end of the snow. We were supposed to go skiing last week, and then Jimmy's knee got up in action, and we suggest I suggested why don't we see the doctor before we go skiing because we don't want him to do any further injury to that knee. Good thinking. Well, it saved his ass also because he said to me, oh, I'm a great skier. I'm, I'm a, a great skier. I'm a great tennis player. He's great at every frigging thing he I does. Great, not just those two things. No, yeah, I'm much well, better I want to watch skiing. you ski. I wanna, yeah, you're such I'm going to ski. I'm just afraid yeah. to hurt my nose, annoy, uh, my knee. Because he, so he, he has to show off now on the slope. Me, I don't ski. I, I don't go do the snow. They have this wonderful thing in the Poconos where you go and you have water tubes and you swim and it's all enclosed with flowers and plants. You think you're in Hawaii. That's what I like. Gotta says, you know what, what, what pineapples are good for? Tell us, guys. What, <laughs> what are pineapples good for, Goddess? I'll eat a lot of pineapples. Hold on. Let's say hello to everybody in the chat room. What's <laughs> up, chat room? We have Goddess in the chat room. Yes. We have Kiri from the UK in the chat room. We have Iris from Germany. We have Zar Drew in the chat room. We have Irish Ginger from the Irish Ginger Show, Mondays at 3 p.m. on W4CY. <laughs> Uh, we have, I thought there was somebody else. Oh, you know who's in there who's not normally in there? A new person. 
And his name is now I forgot. His name's Paul Stewart. He's he's tuning in to see uh, Sam Bailey. So hello, Paul from the UK. And uh, we got a really great show for you guys today. I'm super super excited. Um, I don't normally get all giddy for guests except for a few once in a while, but this is a really good one for me because Sam Bailey, we have the X Factor winner. I love her to death. She's so fantastic. And then we've got actor Gregory Blair. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm very excited about it all. I'm upset with Facebook again. Folks, I wrote a bunch of fabulously funny Liz Lauren jokes that I used in my stand-up comic show years ago in nightclubs. They were called risque jokes. They weren't vulgar, crude, or disgusting. They were just risque. Lots of them were use your own imagination. They used to get numerous laughs, and people would stand and love it and give me a big or, or, or What's the word? Or Standing ovation. ovation. <clears throat> yes, ovation. Now I put, po- I po- well, not really standing. They didn't stand in those days. They were all drunk. Sitting low. They kind of like ovation. stood in, they stood and fell. You know what I mean? They sort of like <laughs> leaned on the table. The table went over. All the drinks went down. That kind of club. Anyway, um, so nobody came in. I got six likes, three likes, and those jokes were wonderful. So now I'm not doing any more Liz Taylor, I mean Liz Lauren jokes. So Drew King, tell Liz she won't be hearing any more jokes from me. Um, Goddess says that pineapple makes your sperm taste good. Oh, good. Good, good. I'll send, Thanks, guys. We'll God, send you a God, jar. I'll, se- I'll send you a sample and let me know how it tastes, okay? You know, and you can do it with, 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 don't do it with the tuna sandwich because you may get confused at whose sperm it is. But anyway, um, that's the story about that. So now, years ago when I did the joke, here's one of the jokes that I did. But I used Liz Lauren's name, which obviously doesn't ring a bell for most people. But when I did do this joke years ago, I said, um, what was it? Now? Marilyn Monroe called, no, no, excuse me, hang on a minute. Who was Elizabeth? Elizabeth Elizabeth Taylor called up Marilyn Monroe and Jane Mansfield. No, Jane Russell. <laughs> Sorry. And said, I bought a brand new powder blue Cadillac. I'm going to go for a ride out in the desert in Palm Springs. Do you girls want to go with me? And, uh, and uh, Jane Russell said, sure, I'll go. But Elizabeth Taylor, no, who am I? Marilyn Monroe was not able to go because she was, you know, bawling somebody for a part. So... Elizabeth Taylor and Jane Russell get in the powder blue Cadillac and they drive out into the desert. Next thing you know, a rusty old truck comes alongside of them with three guys in it with rifles. And they said, pull over to the side of the road. So the girls pulled over to the side of the road. Well, they were bandits and they wanted their jewelry, their money and the car. So I said, Jane said to um, Elizabeth, whatever you do, don't resist. Give them your jewelry. So, the guys drive away with the car, and now Jane Russell and Elizabeth Taylor are walking in the desert, and Jane Russell said to Elizabeth Taylor, what did you do with the 21-carat engagement ring? And very sheepishly, Elizabeth said, well, I shoved it up my pousset, and they never looked there. So, as they were walking, Jane Russell turned around and said, too bad Marilyn didn't come, we could have saved the car. Now, that's a cute little joke. I don't know why everybody on Facebook gave it a three likes. I mean, and there were other jokes that were really cute that we did back in those days. Those They were called stand-up nightclub jokes. You did that before you went into your really heavy-duty stuff. So I get comments on my page saying, we never read it. Facebook never sent it to us. And one of them is, a, is my longest friend in the world. I mean, my oldest friend in the world, who I know since I'm like 19 or whatever, 
said she didn't get it either, and she gets all of my. Why am I looking at the floor? I should be looking at the camera. I'm so demented today, folks. Please, the snowstorm's got me. Right by the Coulions. Oh, I can't take snow. Anyway, that's the story. So, Drew, please tell Liz that when she becomes as famous as Elizabeth Taylor, then maybe the jokes will fly. <laughs> but for right now, we got to stick with the gay bar shit. You know, the, the stuff they do in the gay bar, the slanderous, evil stuff which I don't care for. But I'll tell you one thing, folks, and this is a sad thing. If I said, in this, if I did these jokes that I do and said they were Ivana Trump, people would have loved them. They would have given me millions of clicks and they would have enjoyed it because it was putting down someone in a slight way. Uh, like Marilyn Monroe saving the car. Had I said Ivana Trump would have saved the car, you I would have gotten said millions... <laughs> Who did I say? Ivana. Oh, that's, that's the old lady. That's no, the old. Ivanka's the old lady. I don't know. They all got the same <laughs> friggin' name. Couldn't one be Mary, Jane, and, and Joanne? I mean, they had to have these friggin' names. Anyway, whoever they are, whatever they are, I'm glad that people, uh, you know, I don't want to bash anybody, and I would never use the first lady's name uh, to, to malign her in any way. No matter, whatever is, is, she's the first lady, and I must respect her. So we got to do a couple things real quick. All right, everybody. So first of all, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. If you hit the ITV button at the top of the screen, you can see us in the studio, and you'll also be able to see um, see our guests when they come in. So uh, hit the ITV button. And then I also want to uh, give another shout-out to Stefan Bell and Tina Davison. Uh, and check out Stefan Bell's website that he's worked on, and he runs with us, the Jimmy Stars World. So go to jimmystarsworld.com. And you can see it. It'll be a lot of fun. And Chad, how are you doing? No complaints here. I told you it's beautiful weather out. Shut I, sh I shouldn't even be doing the show. I should be out like enjoying the day. You should be out with a broken leg somewhere in a hospital <laughs> suffering, you son of a bitch. <clears throat> That's yeah, where like you should it. be. Oh, thanks, I mean, Ron. Everybody I know, all these out-of-town friends, oh, it's 92 here. Oh, it's 83 here. Oh, it's 75 here. Well, when the earthquake comes, I'm going to say, well, the ground is secure here. Not worried, also, also not worried about an earthquake, maybe a tsunami. <clears throat> God is well, saying don't leave Facebook, but he's not leaving Facebook. He's just no, pissed that you, know you guys what? can't see every his post. Time I leave, every time I leave Facebook, I get the most likes of people coming in <laughs> saying, oh, I love your stuff. I love to read your stuff. But where the frig are you when I need likes? If I don't get likes, I don't know that you like it. And I don't continue to do it. When I did the nightclubs, I got applause. And if the applause were great, strong, and terrific, and we got a lot of yay, yays, that joke stayed in. But if the applause was like one old lady, you know, clicking her teeth, false teeth, it's not going to stay in the show. So that's how it works. I don't know. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm a live person, live nightclubs or television. I don't know from this where you can't see people when you're working <laughs> and if they like you or not. It's really very difficult. So here we go. Here's another thing that we got to just do real Meanwhile, quick. Meanwhile, what if they got the heat on in the studio? I'm about to melt. Well, I mean, it's freezing before. That's I okay. We're going to play a song in a minute. Actually, maybe we'll play the song real quick now for tell, Yeah, tell them to lower the friggin' heat. Uh, hey, Chad. I got it like set on 72 in here. Yes. Shut up. We have it set on 73, but it's hot. And I'm in shorts. It seems hot. <clears throat> so right. here's what we're going to do, you guys. Because um, in, in four minutes, we're going to be calling Sam Bailey. And so wait, I thought. Wait, wait, before we call Sam no, Bailey. No, we're going to play a song, and I'm going to No, go no, we have to discuss one more thing. What do you think of my haircut? 
It looks great. Looks the same as Thank it always you. does, really. It looks no, the same. No, cut it shorter. Maybe shorter on the sides. <clears throat> yeah, it's shorter on the sides and a little shorter on the top. He looks gorgeous. Yeah, you look good. <sighs> Stop good. whining. You look good. Good. You better say better than good. You Shadow look awesome. It's 82 degrees insulting me, and then you insult me with looking good. He wants to look take, fabulous. He's, take it or looks, leave it. I want it to be. Take it or leave it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait till I come to Florida. Your nuts are going to be around your teeth. Uh, no, your nuts are going to be worn for earrings, one in each ear. <laughs> I hear so that's this, way we, this way I could say, you know, your face looks good between your balls. Nice. <laughs> All right, so here's what we're going to do, Chad. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's play the song No Tomorrow. How's that? How is you it? I've that? never heard it. Um, I, I've heard it. It's fabulous, but I sent it to you, right? So you've got it. Yeah, I just didn't listen to it yet. Um, okay, everybody. So this is uh, uh, this is the uh, a single called "No Tomorrow." It's sung by Sam Bailey off her "Sing My Heart Out" album that came out at the end of last year. It's a fabulous song, and as soon as we get done playing it, we're gonna give her a call. So enjoy, everybody. <laughs> I'm here to stay Look what you've done for me All that's become of me Thanks to you I know who I am You help me understand That you have to find yourself Before you find your man from now I'm gonna try and love you like there's no
like that one. Hey, everybody. So that was Sam Bailey. The name of the song was No Tomorrow, and the name of the album is Sing My Heart Out. She's such a freaking amazing talent. I like that That's song, amazing. too. It's nice. totally beautiful, and we're going to call her now, Chad. See what but you wait, can... can I oh. say one thing before we call her, because it's very important? Uh, people have asked why I chose the name of Liz Lauren to do all my jokes. What I did was I was trying to publicize her name to make it a household word. This way, people would give money to Emerald Kingdom and the Harvey Milk Foundation, which helps young children who are gay and have difficulty with suicide and all kinds of wonderful things. And I didn't do it to hurt Liz Lauren. God knows she's, like a, she's my, one of my dearest, dearest friends, friends in the world. But I just used her name because I wanted to make her super popular. So that's the reason why I did it. And I even put a big picture of her on my page, a beautiful picture and i also advertised harvey milk foundation so it was not to be a bitchy queen saying evil things about someone i don't like cut that out of your mind you dirty little queers there you go all right chad see what you can do if we can get her hooked up please stand by absolutely everybody so here we go we're gonna call the fabulous sam bailey hopefully everything goes fun and easy huh i miss oh that's what we're missing okay well now you have to keep missing it now I'm going to have spinal pain. You want me to get it? No, you're on the air. I know, but that's okay. We can run here while we're still waiting for her to come in. No. Hello. Hello, hello. Hit the video button. I'm on it. You got to yeah. actually, we can't see you though. Did you hit, there we go. Yay. I can't there see her on my end. Could, could we not have her squished like that? No, I, that's, the, that's the way the Skype works. That's on, weird. On I can't see her on my end, Jim. Huh? I can't see her on my end. Oh, you can't see her on your end? Because, uh -uh. because the, the W4CY like, is taking up the whole thing. I oh, know, that's okay. That no, doesn't is, is matter. Is Dean responsible hold on. for that? No, no he's not. Hold on, sucks. hold on, hold on. So, oh, that's much better, though. Do that. Yeah, but we don't have... You're not going to get it wider. That's just the way it is. I hate Skype. Me too. Why does he... <laughs> so, so Dean can't see her pretty smile. No, hey, hey, Chad, how come you can't see her? So you want me to have I her mean, call Chad. you back, Chad? Uh, yeah, you oh. can try that. All right, let's try and do this, Sam. Call the W4CY back. Don't call me, but call the W4CY back on video Skype, and let's see, because he can't see you. Only we can see you. And that smile must be seen by everyone. <laughs> that pretty smile. All right, hang smile. up and call us right back. Okay, I'm on it. Okay. She has a beautiful smile. Yes, she does. It's like a happy face. Beautiful smile. songs, we need, too. We need happy face at this friggin' blizzard. Absolutely. Oh, I need happy everything. <laughs> That's okay. We're going to have happy you, I need, everything. I need 92 degrees under a friggin' palm tree burning. <laughs> you know where that is. Yeah, it's Palm Springs. Yeah, true. <laughs> so, so now she calls you and you add her to your group chat. Is that how it works? Yeah, and then you probably won't be able to see her. We're going to find out. Hopefully <clears throat> we'll be able to. Lots of fans said we should move to Tampa. St. Petersburg is now the new gay capital, they claim. And now, and of course, shitty Skype saying answering this call will put your active call on hold. You want me to answer, then call you back? Yeah. All right. That so. works. Hey, everybody. We're working it all out, everybody, so stay tuned. Hey, Do Skype. you want me to hang up, Chad? Yeah, I'll hang up on you. Hello. Well, no, that didn't work either. You answer, and it goes right away. Let's see. Sam... Hello, Sam. Are you there? Hi. Can you see me? I, I can't see you. I can. I'm gonna try to get Jimmy Star back here. I hate. We all hate Skype, so sorry. <laughs> can't stand it. Nope, and it just kicks everybody off. You know what? Skype can go right to. You know where. 
<laughs> hey, did it work? Nope, it's not working. Okay, well then I'm just gonna call her and we'll put. Wait the a minute, wait out. a minute. It says add to group call this time, so that's good. Hold on. Okay. Up, oh, up. Oh, nope. It looked like it was gonna work. Let me hit like. Uh, remove. All right. Well, let, if I can see her on mine, I'll just have the video on mine, and unfortunately, people will just hear, and then we'll put the video out on television, and everybody will see it. Sam. Is she there, Chad? Trying, no, she's not here. Oh, okay. But I see her name. But if they can't see us talking to yeah. her. They can see us. They can't see her. I hit invite to group call. Maybe that'll help. I don't know. Well, it's not going to work if we don't have it where we see each other talking to each other. We're going to see her. Yeah, but the, will, the, will the viewers? I don't know, but we're going to work out the best that we can work it out. Why is it always a problem? Do you think it's like... Skype you know, hates us. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe it's like... No, I just no, sent they, Skype a feedback saying you suck. <clears throat> do you think they think we're Republicans? <laughs> what happened now chad have you called her every time i hit add to group call and like it'll pop up for a second and then nothing oh modern okay person. so how about if we play a song or something and then we all hang up and, and call back again i guess so all right so play a song everybody and uh and hang on one sec you guys we're no working high it enough. out what do you think Say it again. Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Absolutely. Ain't No Mountain High Enough by Michael Bolton and Sam Bailey. Here really? it goes, everybody. One of my favorite songs. Listen, baby. Ain't no mountain high. Ain't no valley low. Ain't no river wide enough, baby. If you need me, call me. No matter where you are. No matter how far.
Anybody with me? Hey, Chad. Yo. Can You can't call her? I can. It looks like she's on a cell phone, if you ask me. Oh, she wasn't on a cell phone earlier, I didn't think. Oh, that was me calling you. Uh, I'm like, what's uh, wrong It here? should work, though, anyway, because we've had a whole bunch of people on that way. Do me a favor. Check your update status. Go to help and check for updates. Because there was one like two days ago. Oh, it says there's a new one, even though I checked it yesterday. Yeah, I hate should that. I, should I do the new version and you keep playing the song? Can you contact her and just tell her what's going on? It might keep you on. Check it. All right. Oh, it looks like it's doing it. It's doing it. It's fucking Skype different. Yeah, we're shit. actually we've had so many problems with Skype. We're looking at other stuff right now. We're looking to like Zoom, and there's another one I forgot. Zen something. Zen oh, Gen. good, good. Zen it says it's fifty percent done, but we. What about getting her though? Can we get her? Let me wait till you're finished. It could be your end that's like crashing because every time I add her, the whole everyone crashes. <clears throat> All right, it says six seconds remaining. Mm-hmm. Got a song, Ron? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, she burped and she farted. It, it says 100% done. The wind but it, it, the knob off the it door says 100% done. On the nipple of it. But it didn't go it's away. Is it supposed to? Hang on. Is it supposed to disappear? <laughs> I told him to sing. Um, check around for anything in your toolbar that might still be going. No, nothing. All looks good. All right. Let's try Sam again. If you call Sam Pearson, your current call will be put on hold. So, so get rid of. Uh, you want me to have her call you? Oh, this is ridiculous. Half the show okay, just, is over. No, it's not. It's only been four minutes. Let me just try yeah, to call. Let me just try to call people. you both back. La 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 la. Everyone, bombard Skype with messages and tell them how much we hate it. Okay, right. that's me. Here you are, and then Sam. Add to group. Will it work? Will it work? Nope, it just bumps her right off. Okay, so how Wait. can I... Wait! So, oh, did something. Nope, bumped her off. Should I tell her to call you? You can try. Make sure she's... up. Wait, she's there. She's there. Oh, well, she's not on my end. Yes, okay, well, I can see her. Let's just go with this then. Everybody right. can hear it in the video. We'll have the video. I'll have pictures. All right. But all no, right. But no one could see her? They you can't guys see her. They it. can only see us right now, but we'll, I'll put the video out on television and everybody will see it. Can we gotta I, get going. If he That's presses not. his button, his video button, if he presses his video button, he might be on the video as well. Um, no, it's only the two of us, but for some reason, I don't know why. Do you have the most updated version of Skype, do you know? I have no idea. Are you on a computer I've had, or phone? I've had a three-way conversation before. Yeah. I think I think this is is he got like a a video button on his on his Skype. No, he doesn't have one. He's the he since he's the one who's calling us. He should show up, but and, I don't and know why. And Sam, are you on a phone or a computer? Are you on a phone or a computer? I'm on a phone. Hmm. She's know. on a phone. Hang on a minute, right here. Why do we have the two? You and I and we have she. It. Yeah. But here it shows us next to each other. That's okay. I know. So that's the way it's gonna. That's because that's how that's how. Ask the chat room if they can see her. They can't because I can't. If he can't see her, they can't see her. Oh, she's All right. so anyway, pretty. All right. They, everybody's going to find out anyway. Here's what we're going to do. All right. Hello, hello. So now we can see you and, and say something so we can make sure everybody can hear you. Hi, I'm Sam and I'm from London. Yay. Okay. All right, everybody. So here we go, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron. I got to start that all over again. This is for the TV show. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. X Factor UK winner and super talented singer Sam Bailey. Hello and welcome to the show. Hi, how are you doing? 
Good. How are you? Before we get started, let me introduce you. First off, this is my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, my name is Ron, and I'm from Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> now, now, I've got a, now, I've got an accent, and you've got an accent. Let's hope we can understand each other. <laughs> then we've got the man behind the boards from uh, a, the man behind the boards who can't see you right now, and his name is Chad Murphy. So say hey to Chad. Hi, Chad. Hey, Sam from West Palm Beach, Florida. Sorry about all the problems. Good to have you. Oh, bless you. <laughs> and then we have. A, a chat room full of people. So say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hi, everybody in the chat room. And and you got to give three special, actually uh, th four special shout outs. First, you got to say hi to Paul Stewart. What I mean, you have the coolest fans ever. The guy yeah. like retweets everything. It's not even funny. And he's in the chat room. So say hello to Paul. Hi, Paul. How are you? I'll see you very soon. I think he's coming to one of my shows up north. So yeah. There you go. And then you have a Mel Jane from England someplace. I don't know. Who she, her name on Twitter is Mel Jane, and she retweets yeah. everything that you do. And then you have another lady, and it's I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's Z-S-U Reba. So say hi to Zoo Reba in Hungary. Cause like, she's a great artist. She draws every picture I've ever I've ever taken. So I've got literally so much art from from her. She's a great, great artist. There you go. And then we have, we have a, a fan who's like one of the biggest supporters of the Jimmy Star show and her name is Iris and she's in, she's in Germany. So say hello to Iris. Hi Iris in Germany. I've never been to Germany. So she's the one who saved our show today telling me that I had the time wrong and that it, that because we changed daylight savings time, it's a four hour difference and not five hours. So thank you, Iris. We love you. You're fabulous. Thank you, Iris. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we have you. I'm so excited. I don't usually get excited. Uh, you know, we have a lot of really big celebrities that come on all the time, but you're like totally different than like a regular big celebrity because yeah. number you started out like as a regular person working on the dream while you were supporting your family and yeah. you know trying yeah, to make it as a singer. Every, every celebrity starts out as I know, an ordinary. I know, person. but a lot of people aren't in their <laughs> mid 30s, you know, before they like hit it big. And and the fact that you kept going along, and I watch. I have to tell you because like we don't get X Factor. You you know we don't get that here in the United States. So so a lot of people in the U S. don't know who you are. And I'm hoping that this interview will help a lot of people know who you are because you're such a phenomenal <laughs> singer. And and whenever I get like a little bit. Like, I don't know, down in the dumps or something goes wrong. I always watch X Factor videos because it kind of makes me feel better. Thank and you. your video, particularly, you know, it's got 30 million plays, and your husband is in the audience, and he's so supportive, and all the judges and everybody love you so much, and they're so, like, nice <laughs> to you. Hi, yeah. Hey. hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, Craig, how you doing? How are the kids? He's, I've got my kids there in the background doing their homework. Oh, very good. And you had a new kid since you won the X Factor, right? Yeah, she's she's a, she's in bed. We've managed to get her to sleep. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to hear a word I say. <laughs> That's she's Miley, there. right? Is that Miley? Yeah. She's, okay, she's so my youngest. Yeah, she's she's in bed. Yes. Congratulations on that. And, and I just think. <laughs> First of all, I want to say I think it's really cool that you like won X Factor and that you've kept your family intact and the fact that, you know, you're really kind of like still a normal person who just yeah. happens to be well-known and sings and you didn't let it go to your head and you didn't like get a divorce and all the crazy things that all the other stupid people do. I, um, like, I, still, I still get up in the morning and make pat lunch for my children before they go off to school and and uh, get them up, get them dressed. And my husband takes them to school because I don't, because I, I don't normally have any makeup or anything like that time in the morning. So <laughs> he normally does the school run. 
Um, but yeah, it's I still live a normal life. You know, I, it was three years ago that I was a prison officer. So I was working in a prison with 750 men that were all in there for some form of murder. And um, next thing you know, I, I had this bright idea to do the X Factor. I think because I was singing at the time, I was singing in pubs and bars and and um, and I just thought, you know, if I go on the X Factor, you know, I might be able to get a like, snippet of fame and then go in that bar for a little bit of extra money. So yeah. Sam Bailey as seen on X Factor and get an extra £50 per, per show or something. And then I ended up winning it. And I just don't, it's it's been a whirlwind the last three years, but it's, I've not changed. I'm still the same person. So, so. now your £50 went up to £1,000. <laughs> a, a little bit more than a thousand. <laughs> more than a thousand pounds. Yeah, Good yeah. for you. So, Good yeah, for I mean, you. You know, I I I work to live. I don't live to work. There's a difference, you know. And if I want to go on a nice holiday, I'll work hard for it. If I want to, if I want a new Hoover vacuum cleaner, or I want a new fridge, or I want a new kitchen, I'll work for it. And that's how I work. And uh, that's all I, what I'll always stand by. And, uh, you know, I want to come out to America. I've, I've been in meetings all day to, to, um, to put a, bit, a plan together to come out to America and do some shows. So watch this space. I can't wait. I think everybody needs to know who you are, and uh, I think that they're going to know. I think it just takes like a little bit of time. I also think your new album, uh, is Sing My Heart Out, right, is the name of the album? Yeah. Because the yeah, tour is but, Sing Your Heart Out, but the m album is Sing My Heart Out. No, the, the, the tour is the Sing My Heart Out tour, and um, the tour is around the UK, and there's like, um, at one point, there's 38 people on stage all singing, and um, it's incredible, and uh, it's getting rave reviews. That Everyone's calling it the honest show, um, mainly because, you know, there's no whistles and bells, there's no, like, you know... 58 dancers and pyrotechnics <laughs> and stuff going off. It's just people on stage singing. with pure talent singing and musicians and a big choir. And I have a support act for every single show that's different that I've handpicked from the UK that I think that deserves to be on a bigger and better stage. In fact, two days ago, I had a young girl who was seven. That came she follows me on Twitter and she thanked day, me yeah. for retweeting it all. She's such she a cute little girl. Incredible. And you know, she reminded me of, she reminded me of a little Christina Aguilera, you know, like that voice at such yes. a young age, you know, she had a beautiful voice and just, if she's nurtured in the right way and looked after and a mum is a great support for her. And I think that's what my show's all about is giving people a chance and giving people an opportunity and, uh, you know, and it's giving back, you know, I'm very appreciative of where I came from and three of my backing singers on my tour are all singers from pubs and bars that I picked up and said, I want you to come on the road with me. And they are, and they're loving every minute of it. It's great fun. I think it's terrific, though, that you're like, first of all, that you are giving back like that and giving an opportunity, you know, yeah. and, and, and nobody does that. So kudos to you on that one. Oh, thank I you. I like that one. Do you want thank to say anything you. or you just want me to talk? No, no, no. Talking. When Fran Drescher came on the show, because I love and adore her, Jimmy let me have the whole interview. So I'm sort of giving Jimmy. I told him that, that you're like, ah, like he, loves, he loves you so much. You and Molly Ringwald yeah. are like the one, like my favorites. I mean, Molly Ringwald, <laughs> please. I mean, is she not the ugliest thing you ever oh, saw? Oh, that. please. She needed, she needed, she needed not to show her gums so much. Oh, she has those, those smile her. where all her gums showed. She was a, a pot. We, you know, we have an expression in Brooklyn, a pot. Well, I can talk forever anyway. She so was fine. a pot. You're pretty. I saw pictures of you now uh, working. 
with makeup and hairdo. Wow, yeah, you're beautiful. I mean, this, this is a no makeup day. This is I know you should have put makeup. Listen, listen to me. I tell all of our celebrities this be like years ago. I knew yeah. all the great legends of Hollywood. Jane Russell, the super legend, was my dear friend. She would not be seen in public without makeup and hair because that's what the studios trained them for. You're Actually, a star. do you know who Jane Russell Wait. is? No, but she, I, well, no, make no, believe. She, no. she was a movie star. She was a movie star, right? Yeah. Right, right. That right. was his, one of his best friends. My best friend. And Jane always, you know, even she dolled up to go out in public because you have to keep the image. Don't yeah, be, you know, being down to earth is wonderful. People I find that are down to earth, it's easy to step on them because they're so down to earth. Whereas yeah. if you hold yourself higher than your fans, you will be adored always because they look up to you. They want to see your hair, your makeup, your jewelry, your gowns. And That's, your husband and kids. No, they don't want to see the husband and kids. No, nobody, nobody, in the, nobody gives a shit about anybody's kids in this business. Are you kidding? I do. No, they don't. I talked to every movie star had a kid. She never saw it, but once a He's year. He's also talking about the stars from the 50s and yeah, 60s. I mean, the governess is. The governess, even born the yet. Govern Times have raised the kids. Changed a little bit. Oh, Mar you know, you know like, Marlena Dietrich. Me being on a show like The X Factor, you know, people um, connected with me, not just for me, but for my family life and for my kids and stuff. And that's why I won the show, really, is because not only for my voice, but people had a real connection with me as a person. So, um, yeah. I would, I, mean, I would have rather always for people to look how beautiful. admire me for my talent. My private life is my private life. And if I went into that, people would cry and feel sorry for me and say, oh, we love you, Ron Russell. But that's what they yeah, do. It's reality TV. I know, but, that, but I would like it to be that you have a fabulous voice, that you really know how to sing. And I think that's what you should be worshipped and looked up to uh, for your voice, not because you, you can cook breakfast. Anybody can do that. My husband's but, agreeing with everything you say. But, so no, but wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. But wait a minute. You don't want to be a flash in the pan. Oh, and no, you could very yeah, easily no, no, no. be a flare. You know, today's news is yesterday's toilet paper. So you have to be very careful to maintain the certain level of stardom. And you want to be a star? Well, act like a star. Look like a star and treat your fans <laughs> like a star. And they will always be with you. Look at all the big stars. Miley, who you named your daughter after the real, the other no, Miley. That's not, did, you, didn't, did you name your daughter after Miley Cyrus? No. Um, no, no I, 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 I was in the car and I think a Miley Cyrus come on. Come, I didn't actively do it. It's just that. I, it's, <laughs> oh, it's a great name. But look what it Miley. It is a great does. name. It is a great name. She it's, keeps she's, she's, a great, she's a great little kid. She's um, she's hard work, but she's a great little kid. But you know, that. like you know, my um, in the last three years, I've been I've been really really busy, and you know, I've I've had a number one single, a number one album, platinum selling, and. Um, I'm on my second album and you know what, you know, and time will change. You. Right. And you know, it's people, people see me out and about and, you know, in my yeah. hometown, people see me every day walking around like, yeah. you know, doing and, normal and things. And some of them hate your guts. Because they're stuck <laughs> in the hometown and you're going up in stars, Stardomville. Listen to me. I know what I'm so I'm talking about. I'm in the business. How many years? Fifty-eight years. I'm in the business. 50. Something like fifty-something business. And I've seen them come and go and fall on their faces. You're not doing a cooking show, so you don't give <laughs> shit about the people that care about your husband and kids. That's baloney. I want to know about you as a star. I want to know about you with the albums that are platinum and stuff. I want to hear all about you. Because that's all I'm interested in. I'm not interested in your family. Are you interested in my family? 
<laughs> Truthfully, do you give a shit that I have two daughters that are old maids? You don't care. <laughs> you don't care, do you, that I, I eat my chishkas out every night because these broads don't get married. His daughters don't get married and he has a heart attack every and night. And do you think I don't want grandchildren? Could I cry out to the world I want grandchildren? They don't, they don't give a shit if I have grandchildren or if I have seven dogs and four cats. They don't care. All they want to know about is where you go, what, whose shoes you're wearing, whose gown you're wearing, whose makeup, and your music, because you are an entertainer. You are theater. You are a star. I don't want you to be the equal of the, of the fans. No. Let fans be fans. They're plumbers and electricians and maids and cooks. Let them do that. Wonderful. Mazel tov. But you are a star. And Thank be, you. Be a star. <laughs> no, you have a great voice. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. You will escalate if you grow quickly. If you do not grow quickly, you will dissolve. That's the business. You know the business. True, I know the business. It's who's the new guy in town or the new game. I have well, to say, you, know, you get people that come off the X Factor, like you know that you, you don't see, and I, and I've kind of maintained this this level of you know of being somebody. You know, I, I'm I'm on um, a TV show in the UK called Loose Women. I'm I'm a regular panelist on that show. It's a bit like the talk in America, and um, that Sharon Osbourne's on, pretty similar to that. And um, I'm on that quite a bit. I'm doing quite a few TV shows, and um, you know, but I, I it, that you know, there's. I can't hide the fact that I have three children. I have a, a no, 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 no. I'm not saying you should you should hide no, it. No, I know, I know. But well, don't make it your platform for stardom or fame. It, yeah. You know, because you have better than that. I mean, that leave that to the people with no talent. You yeah. know, people that don't have any talent, they need to do the bullshit. You just just stay with your voice and your well, music. I have to say, though, because he doesn't watch The X Factor, and I have to say that having your husband be supportive and standing there, and every time you did good, he's jumping up and down, and he's all happy and everything. To there me, he is. Yes. To me, that I, I thought, oh, my God. But that's what you do. Huh? That's what you do with me. What Every time I do something, you jump up and down. With I can't help it. I, I I get like excited. So I think the fact that you know, because I know reality TVs, we've had all kinds of winners from The Voice and and X Factor over here and stuff like that, and they all basically, you know, all those reality shows basically want a story. So they have to put put you know your family and everybody in there, and and the fact that you bring them up that that makes people feel like they can identify with you more. But I think now that you have had so much great success, which I want to say. Uh, I have both of your albums, and the first album that you did was good, but it was all covers. In the United States, we don't do that very often, where you no, release I, 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 covers. Yeah, I, I know that. I know that's the case, and that—that that was what the uh, you know when I yeah I know it, what they made you to do. They they made me do it. I was like I want. I was ready to go in the studio. We went to um, Sony, and I sat down in a room full of A and R people, and I was like, yes, okay, what songs we got to the table? And they was like, I say, so what? What's your favorite songs? What covers? And I was like, what? And they said, oh, you know, we're doing a covers album. And, you know, lo and behold, it got to number one. It was great, you know, but um, there was so much more that I wanted to give. And what I am, to, you know. And I'm going to, that's my comment about that whole thing, because your second album with all, like, all those songs and people, and they're not like songs everybody knows, and it is phenomenal. It Thank is you. so much better well, than the covers album. I've just come back from America, right? So I was out in America a, a month ago with um, Steve Dorff. Yes, um, and, and I was recording um, one of late Andrew Dorf. You know that um, his son, who sadly passed away in December last year, he's responsible for um, the new hit by um, Rascal Flatts, "Yours If You Want It," um, and songs by Blake Shelton. And, and I just so happened to sing a song called um, "Bleed Red," which um, 
which I think it was Ronnie Dunn. Is it Ronnie Dunn that done it from Brooks and Dunn? He he done a version of that song, and I recorded it in honor of, of Andrew on um, on the Sunday whilst I was out there doing a show. And um, it's my last visit out to America really has moved the goalposts for me. It's made me. Um, more hungry to to come out to America. So these these last few um, few weeks, I've been sort of brainstorming and trying to think of you know ways to get out to America. And and um, in the UK, I'm renowned for doing a lot of pride festivals over here um, with the LGBT community. And uh, I've I've done loads. I've done um, pride in Spain. Mm-hmm. I've done them all over the place. And. I can't get up. I'm going to I'm coming to England they're, to, they're to showing, smack you. They're showing I'm going to smack on you. On a thing they're showing uh, left and no, right. They're showing you singing with Nicole Scherzinger. I'm about to and kill how gorgeous my, you are. I'm killing myself. <laughs> that I'm looking at the most glamorous movie star in the world like Rita Hayworth and here I've got Mommy Oakums. Get out of here. <laughs> Put lipstick in hair. Don't you ever do this in public again. I'll kill you. You are breathtakingly beautiful in that lame number with the long hair. Oh, Mike, that's you? No, that's not that's you. That's not her. The other one, that's her. That's her, too. The two beauties. Who are those girls? The other one's Nicole Scherzinger. You know her because we've had the Pussycat Dolls on the show before. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I can't get over you. Look at... Oh, my God, you're gorgeous. You really are. <laughs> you are You are so stunning. No, listen, please. I don't mean... I'm the, I don't want to sound mean. I'm like your father. I'm 76 years old. Respect my age. I know what I'm talking about. Today, everybody wants glam, bling. That's all they want. They want... You must never go... I'm at home right now. This is this. Is I know place. that, but you, I'm at home too. I have pajama bottoms on and slippers, <laughs> but you don't. But I do. I do. I'll stand up. I'm not. No, lying. no, don't show. No. But you don't know it, do you? Because I would never let you know I'm in pajama bottoms. Well, he'd and let you know now. <laughs> but I'm telling you, I am. Because why should I sit in tight jeans and and hurt all the you know the equipment? It's uncomfortable for two hours. But I don't want my audience to know. So what do I do? I comb my hair. I put a little cute shirt on, and I go looking pretty good no, and if i would i'd put on a strapless beaded gown with <laughs> eyelashes you know and i'd look oh, glamorous hang too hang on i have to have you say hello to somebody because we have kiri i don't know how you pronounce it i always hate saying it it's k-e-r-r-i-e kiri she's in blackpool uk she's always in our chat room and she said she sent me a thing always watch sam on the x factor she's amazing so, hello sam from kiri in blackpool and then please jimmy please tell her i said hello it'll make me so happy so say hi to kiri <laughs> Hi, Carrie. How are you, babe? I, I think I was at Blackpool um, the, the tail end of last year, so I've got a few things lined up for Blackpool. It's a great place, a great place, Blackpool is. I love it up there. Absolutely. And so so, so what was your – and the other thing I liked about the whole expectation – Ask me some questions. Is, Ask me is, some questions about listen, listen yeah. and clown are like two of my favorite songs. And so the fact that you sang those, I was like, oh, she's going to win now because she sang like two of my favorite songs. And, and I, you know, I have to watch everything like delayed on YouTube, which stinks. And I still watch it now. But I don't believe that they've had – I think the, the winner that they had, not this last time because the X Factor this last time, that guy's going nowhere. He's not going to make it. Uh, <laughs> but I think that Louisa got, girl has a lot of potential, and she might yes, be really, really good. She's super she's nice. Very, but- yeah, and she's very young as well, and that's a good thing because – um, you know, being with, with Simon Cow and everything, he likes to nurture somebody, you know, he found it probably very difficult to nurture me because I was a grown woman that's been around a bit and seen the I, world a bit wise. And I know, like though that you're, I like that you're doing basically this all on your own though, because I think that nobody owns you, nobody controls you. You get exactly. to do the way yeah, you want to do it. I can, 
I can work when I want to work. I can choose not to work. I mean, when I was recording my album with Psycho, I was pregnant. And I was in the recording studio recording um, a song called With You, which is from the musical Ghost. A great song. It's, it's a great song. It was on my Christmas um, re-release of the, of the first album, The Power of Love. And I was in there heavily pregnant. Like, the reason I was in a studio in Leicester is because every time they got me in a car and drove me to London, I got Sick. as far as Watford and went into labour. Oh. At, at 28 <laughs> weeks and then again at 32 weeks. And they said, look, I can't, I can't travel that far because every time I got in a car... I was the labor was getting brought on so they said right we're going to bring a studio to you so they brought a studio to me and I ended up doing it like at 39 weeks and I was heavily pregnant stood up singing for like eight hours I went home that light night and went into labor and had had Miley the next morning so um it, th this time round, that wouldn't happen, you know, because I'm my own boss. It, I can kind of say when I want to work, and and it's a little bit different, and it's great. So, um, you know, that's all good in that in that sort of way. But the sh the show was brilliant, you know. It, it's it's such a platform for people. When you look at it, I mean, I, I don't know if you've seen this year where they've got like Honey G. The um, uh, I the couldn't. I didn't like her though. Did you like her? I mean, she's terrible. There's no talent whatsoever there. No, no but, it's, but I tell people when you go on a show like that, it's a TV show before it's a talent competition. And you have yes. to let people know that, you know, that they, they will be, you know, my, my kids didn't go down to the shows very often. And the reason being is because every time I went down there and I brought the kids, they wanted to film them. And my, my kids didn't want to be filmed. So they stayed at home in their pajamas watching the show without anybody giving them a camera in front of their face or asking them to say something for the camera uh, I think, um, so they didn't come i think they blew it though i think the year this last past year they blew i thought honey g was terrible i think the matt terry guy is not going to go anywhere i think niall sexton was the best male singer on there and he didn't make it past boot camp or whatever or, or one of those the girl i went to see the x factor tour um a couple of weeks ago and i have to say out of the last three tours apart from the year that we was doing it um it, it was the best one. It really was. And as much as I hate to say it, it was it was it was shared out. That the, the stardom was shared out between every single act. There wasn't anybody that didn't get stood out. That yeah, but but the one that stood out for me the most, I'd have to say, was Sarah. Sarah, Sarah, the girl that came out. Sarah out. Yes. She was, she's just you know and. and a, a phenomenon she is absolutely incredible i think as a performer and i thought she was great i really did and i loved i loved watching the show this year i really did and I, I kind of felt sorry for the singer because when i did the x factor tour i did seven songs at the end so everybody else did about you know two or three or four songs and then at the end i did my own little mini set and they've stopped doing that now it's everyone gets to share of the of the limelight and there's no like big massive crescendo like but they had me on this massive thing at the end with pyrotechnics going up i was put up in the air i was <laughs> pregnant as well and and it was incredible it was a big crescendo to the end of the show and it was great and i loved every single second of it but um it's kind of changed the show a little bit you know in in the way that you know it, it gives so many people an opportunity and a chance um and you know, never bite the hand that feeds you. And that's there you so go. I like that one. So let's go a little bit. First of all, Ron and I, we're like married. 
Uh, we're like legally, Aww. we're like legally married. So I love the fact that you're doing like pride events, and that you're going to. Uh, so th- is that a way that you're going to maybe try to come to the United States? Is to like um, yeah, do I'd some pride to, events. I'd love to do some pride shows out in America. I would absolutely love it. That's that's kind of you know what I want to do. You know, um, I've got I've got. Um, some good tracks that are on the album. My, my husband's saying to me, tell him about the album, but there's a couple of tracks that you probably heard that are on the album, like real good dance tracks that are on the album. Um, it gets better every day and take it out on the dance floor, um, which are two massive dance tracks that, you know, I've, I've played and sang at, at pride events in the UK and the, and the crowd have gone wild for them. So, and I'm known for doing my big bullshit ballad. So, yeah, if that's what I like. I'm the ballad guy. So, like, for me, like, because I made a little list of my favorite songs on the okay. album, and I, don't th- and I don't think any of them are dance tracks. I wrote down, well, I like Sing My Heart Out, which we played for everybody last week also. And, um, uh, I like Don't Cry For Me, Forgive and Forget, No Greater Love, No Tomorrow, Never Give Up, Never Again, and Echo. Those are my favorite ones, which is, oh, like, almost every song on the album. There. <laughs> well, there's, a, there's kind of a story behind those songs. Don't Cry For Me is a song that I will never perform anywhere. Um, I... I had Bell's Palsy. I don't know if you know what Bell's Palsy is. Yes. I had Bell's Palsy a couple of years ago. And when I had Bell's Palsy, I got given some tablets and I had to take these steroids. And they were like, I had to take eight every day, one after the other. And then I got given these really, really strong painkillers. And I set them all out and they were very similar in size. And I nearly accidentally took the wrong one, if it hadn't been for one other tablet that I had to take, I would have took those tablets. My kids were upstairs and I probably would have been out cold on the floor. So I immediately freaked out and uh, I wrote a song about it. And oh, the song cool. that I wrote was called Don't Cry For Me, which is a song for my children. And it's I will a- never, ever sing it. It's just it's a, a song. Fabulous. Song. It's so beautiful, though. It's so beautiful. It's not even funny. So so let me ask you another question. How was, because I'm a big Michael Bolton fan, and we played, but like while we were having our technical difficulties, Ain't No Mountain High Enough, and like I was going to ask you, like, did you actually get to record it with him? But then I went on your YouTube, and like I saw you actually did record it like with yeah, him. How was Michael Bolton? He's lovely. I was with him a, a month ago. He was performing in... Um, in Orange County in, in LA, he was, um, he was doing his show out there with a big orchestra and, um, I went out to see his show and, um, you know, we said we wanted to work together. So, you know, I'd, I'd love to do a, a tour with Michael, you know, if that's, and he's really keen for it as well. So it's something that we want to keen. put the feelers out and see, see. That's an know, American to- word too, keen. I like keen. that word, keen. Keen. When I was young, <laughs> there was did, a. We chop- did another song. We, we okay. did um, "Ain't Nothing Like the Real Thing," which was on his album. Yes. That he had out there. So we did two songs together. But there's a song that Michael's got off of one of his old albums called "From Now On." Yeah, it's a great with song. Susie Benson. And I keep saying to him, I want to record this song with you. And he's like, oh, my gosh, I've not done this song in 24 years, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, every time I send him a text message, I put hashtag from now on at the end of it just to remind him that I still want to do now, this Now, that song. would be a fun one. All right, so what's your favorite movie? Let's get out of the music. Tell us a little bit about something about you. Do you have a favorite movie? The Goonies. Oh, my God, I love The Goonies. And I actually, like, knew, I, I know Corey Feldman. I thought I you were <laughs> You like the Goonies. The Goonies is the one with the little kids and they go, their house is going to get repossessed and then they go and find the missing treasure with the pirates and stuff. Hey, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's got Josh Brolin as a kid. I, I don't remember. Do your children like it? Because they're a good age for it probably. Um, or they might be a little young. Yeah. yeah that, I mean, they, they probably look at it. It's one of those films. It's like I remember being on my bike 
and driving along, put, singing along to the Cindy Lauper song, pretending I was in the Goonies. And, and I knew every single word and I could probably recite a lot of it right for you now. But I hear they're bringing out another, um, a, another Goonies, like a... A remake. A, 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 no, not a remake, but where the Goonies are uh, adults... And oh. it's their kids that have the adventure. I'm, oh, I'm sure I've heard this somewhere. That it's Steven Spielberg. Cool. You know the Goonies. No. He's looking oh, well. at you. No, oh, well, he, he, he does. <laughs> I, I think I might, but Jimmy has a strange taste in, in film. Very I, I, strange. I like he, li- he likes all the kid movies. I like, like, The I, Breakfast I Club, 16 Candles. I'm like an 80s kid, so, like, I like The Breakfast Club, 16 Candles. And I do like movies that have kids, like The Hunger Games, yeah. more modern type things. I like, yes. like, The Hunger like, Games. Like Flight of the Navigator, Daryl. Do you remember Daryl? Yes, D-A-R-Y-L. And we yes. just saw Flight of the Navigator, I think. Not, and we saw this other one about this, like, teddy bear, this spaceship that comes and the teddy bear talks to the little girl. Remember, we just saw that recently. I forgot what that was called. <laughs> I, you must be on drugs. <laughs> I, never, I never saw this film. What are you talking about? Yeah, we did. We watched Where? Was I sleeping? No, we watched it in TV the other day. Like no, I never ago. watched a little girl talking to a, a space No, it was bunny. like a spaceship came and then somehow, like, it had these rocks in it and then the rocks. No, Jim. <laughs> I, no. like, I like films. I like biopic films as well. So films that have like something true in it. So you know, I'm a big fan of um, the the one with Tina Turner. What's love got to do with it? I love fabulous, that. fabulous. Film. He's I a big Tina Turner fan. Fabulous like film. Yeah, it's the woman. And that she was incredible. Her performance was, yeah. was outstandingly yeah. incredible. He loves Tina Turner, love and they're about Tina. the same. They're like the same age, and the fact yes, that she's are. out and she's does you know does all. I of that saw stuff her in does. Holland on TV and she did a show and she was at the time 72 and boy could that old broad still move those legs still go this voice is great it's incredible i mean she's like i am you know we're never going to get old we're just going to die yeah we'll just <laughs> drop dead one day young looking okay, i'm 76 so- i'll be 77 next month wow may. you look great for 76 yeah. mate and so does she so I must have been yes. born under the same star as Tina. But Tina today still brings the house down millions of audiences. She's got millions of yeah. people. And that's going to happen to you. But Tina didn't go out like this. Tina got dolled up. She wore a miniskirt. <laughs> I'm she at home. A, I don't give a shit where you are. <laughs> Do you know that four million, over 4 million people are looking at you now? Oh, you didn't, you didn't research people. us. You did not. Home. You know, you, what do you think my show was? Like in a barn? <laughs> Like we're, we're farmers out in the Dell. I Actually, mean, we have over 4 million viewers that are looking now. Well, they can't see her because like we're having a problem with the video. So I know that. Well, maybe we should reshoot. I want her. <laughs> I, I would have at least liked her hair down sexy and some she eye let, makeup. Let your hair down. Can we see what your hair looks like I if mean, you let you it down? You look like you're about to wash the bathroom. <laughs> They also oh my a, god! Oh, look what at what that a difference already! Hair. Jesus oh Christ! So beautiful! What a difference already! You got sexy. <laughs> look at you! You're beautiful. In the chat room, they're asking who inspired you to sing. So you got look a good answer her. for that? Oh my god! The hair down. You look younger, you know, my dear. With your hair oh. back, you look frowdy. What's the word? Fro- fro- like a, a, a dowdy. A, a house frow. <laughs> no, look at the. She looks now like 19, 22 years old. I know you look really <laughs> you young. You look like a girl. Oh, I hate you. I'm going to send you letters. <laughs> <laughs> to my, remind um, you, see how my, nice you look now. You look pretty. Thank you. Um, my put some my, lipstick on. <laughs> my, are we doing a makeup tutorial? <laughs> it's a makeup <laughs> show. Go ahead, answer the who inspired me to the sing. The hair makes a difference. Um, who inspired me to sing? Um, 
I would have to say I'm I'm a massive massive fan of Celine Dion. Um, you know, I used oh, to listen to her. He doesn't Celine like her. I like her. Oh, he doesn't I, I like. Love, her. I love She's Celine Dion. I love How could you like that bitch? I have to say She's one so of the mean. one of the. One of the she first so songs. Well, she's in London. I'm in Brooklyn. Okay. <laughs> one, of the first, one of the first songs I ever sang was The Greatest Love of All by Whitney Houston. And, That's a good song. Uh, and um, she, she's, you know, all I've known, you know, I was, I was Celine Dion, Whitney Houston, all the big singers, you know, that, that was, they're the sort, they're the sort of the singers that I, I kind of learned. I learned to sing by writing the lyrics of the songs out. I never had singing lessons at all. And I wrote the lyrics of the songs and I put a little red star wherever they would take a breath. And I would train myself to take a breath in the same place. And it eventually trained my diaphragm to hold notes on for longer and longer. So I would literally hold the note and count how long she would hold the note on and see if I could hold it on as long. And I would practice and practice and practice to the point where I had a natural vibrato in my voice. Um, my breathing technique naturally came when I was on the X Factor. There was an amazing vocal coach called Annabelle, and she said, "There's nothing I can teach you. You already know. The only thing I can do is tell you what you're doing." Because I did, I couldn't explain to her how I I, I had these long bolshy notes, and and I would hold on. I couldn't tell you how I did that. So she told me the scientific side of what my diaphragm was doing and what I was doing with my voice um, in order to do what I did. So I never had lessons. I, I learned how to do it by writing the lyrics out and putting a red I star. I love that. So, so what about like, a, like, do you like Christina? Like, he doesn't like like the girls who like kind of like yodel or whatever. He likes it when they hold a note. He likes you. He hasn't heard all your songs yet, but you hold notes. Well, that's um, one of the reasons why I commented to you, this broad can sing. You know, <laughs> when you yodel, and break up of a, a set like no great. Do you know Peggy Lee, the great jazz singer, yeah. our American Peggy Lee? Do you know? Yeah. She, yeah, she held a note. I think we lost you. Oh no! What I happened? My mum's my mum's ringing me. I wanted to get. Can you ring her? My mum would tell her to leave me. Well, alone. tell tell mom to call you yeah, later. Yeah, you have to hit the video <laughs> button back because now we lost the video. Put the video button back. Do I don't know how to do it. How do I do it? Uh, oh, right, right, I've got there it, we yeah. go. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! Mummy was ringing me. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I'm not gonna be able to speak. I just choked. That was grape soda, you know. I'm drinking. So if I look like I have purple lipstick on, <clears throat> it's not. Oh, can I pour a sound? Because I've not got any. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but getting back to my conversation, Peggy Lee could hold a note softly. Yeah. And when one holds a note, one sings. But when one yodels, one is breaking up the whole song and reinventing the song. It's like redirecting a movie. Yeah. I like they the all, They all do it today. Now, the one that I love, the guy that sings like uh, Johnny Manthus, who I love. We have him in the car all the time. Not Matt. What was his name? I don't know. The one that sings the song that I like, Two Lonely People. Oh, oh you mean Air Supply? No, the guy that sings about the two guys that get together or the two people that get together because he was lonely and now he now they are not less lonely people in the world. That's that's Air Supply sings that song. <laughs> not Air Supply. It's a guy sings it. You love this song. It's a guy. Air Supply is a guy. Oh, he's singing it without Air Supply. No, it's <laughs> Air Supply is two guys. I thought they were a group. It is. It's a group of two guys. We had Air Supply on the show. He doesn't remember. Well, anyway, that you know the song about two people. Two less lonely people in the world. Do you know that song by Air Supply? <laughs> Yeah. A beautiful yeah. song, beautiful song. Well, anyway, Air Supply, I, I don't think I'm 
I'm going the right direction. I better kill this whole thing. But anyway, <laughs> uh, there's a, a male singer out there today who sings magnificently and he holds notes and his notes are clean. I like clean notes. When you sing, I hear clean notes. Oh. I don't hear gibberish. I don't hear bullshit. He doesn't like, I love you know Christina Aguilera, I don't hear, but he wait, doesn't wait, like wait. her. I don't hear trickery. Trickery is the word. Most of the singers today go through all sorts of equipment yes. to sound good. Cher can't, can't even breathe correctly, let alone sing anymore. Her voice is shot. But if she goes through a machine, she comes out sounding like halfway decent. Most of the old broads, Barbara Streisand, who had the most incredible voice in the world, mm-hmm. now goes through me- mechanics because she can't hit the clean highs. <coughs> Excuse me. You do them, my dear, without machinery, I guess. I mean, do you go through all kinds of filters no, and stuff? No, she doesn't. No. <laughs> so you, you're, you're really a singer. She's an absolute. If you, um, if you have a look, um, there's, there's a, a, a video of me on YouTube that says um, Sam <laughs> Bailey live in Coventry. And um, it was way before the um, X Factor. And um, it was me um, against a blue, it's in, in a big theater performing to, um, in a showcase so that people can book me for clubs and bars and stuff. My, um, I know you'll probably comment on the attire that I was wearing because I have <laughs> no fashion sense whatsoever. And my hair was tied back. But I'm going to kill you when I ever meet you. <laughs> I will absolutely I strangle you with your hair. <clears throat> I'll, I'll come over and see you. You can smack my bum when you see me. <laughs> you bet you're it. No, I'm going to make you like a drag queen and send you out there gorgeous. <laughs> and then you watch the people. I just want to say something really quickly. We ha- I have a very dear friend of mine. Her name is Lily McLeod. And she got, what did she win? No, she came in fifth on the X Factor in, the, in the America. Now, the you have X-Factor. a voice like hers. Her voice is from heaven. Mm. Have you ever heard Lily McLeod? Actually, you should look her up because she's she's got an X Factor view that hers has like thirty million views also, and she was she's fifty five. She was fifty five. She was like fifty five when she came on the X Factor, even though she doesn't look anywhere near it. And she and the she, song she won with was what is it called the the, the jewelry box? No, there's something. No, uh, she sang um oh CC Winans song about the box. It's like that. a religious song, but it's a really good anyway song. She is phenomenal. Yeah, you should listen to it. And you sound like her. You guys would make you guys would probably make a good show together, actually. Oh my god, too overwhelming. We couldn't take it. (laughs) It'd be too (laughs) Oh no, the two voices way, way too old. The ticket would have to be three hundred bucks a head. Well, I'm I'm hoping to come out to to America quite a bit, so I think you, I think I need to get together with you. You need to absolutely a makeover. Absolutely. Well, we're going to be we'll be living you. in we'll be living in yeah, Palm we're trying Springs. To move to Palm Springs so uh, back we'll be to in, Palm Springs by this summer. So by the time you're in LA recording, we'll be in Palm Springs, and, and it's an hour we, drive. We <laughs> will meet. You will come to the house. We will meet, and I'll give you like a daddy lecture <laughs> on women are bitches. They want to rip you to pieces. So look gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> straight straight men want to bang you so they don't care about anything. <laughs> and gay and gay men only want you to be a drag queen. Oh, well, I'm sure, I'm sure I can do that when I come over. Like you can give me some false eyelashes. No, I really don't have to because to tell you the truth, I looked at your your videos and I I fainted. I couldn't believe it. if they said to me this girl is a twin, I'd say, well the twin better get with it because the other one is better looking. <laughs> <laughs> 
So hang on, because we've got we've. I got, mean, I'm looking at you. I mean, it's amazing what makeup and hair does I, for people. I, I mean, and your hair is beautiful, like this. I, I like love this. you like this. See, now I'm not bitching you. Now I'm not ragging on you because now you look pretty we and young. We have to actually too. We're we have to bring you back again because we didn't even get to talk about how she's a prisoner. Or she was. I mean, how she was a football player. But here's what we got to do because we don't have a lot of time, and I want to get some stuff out. Okay, so first of all, everybody, Sam is on tour. It's the Sing My Heart Out tour. If you go to sam-bailey.com, you get all the tour dates. She's touring through, I don't know, I think into May, maybe. Was yeah, it 20th of May the tour finishes. So, yeah, so I've got like um, 28 dates left of the tour. So, yeah, so there's 28 different shows you can come to and watch the show. Um, there's a few surprises chucked in, um, things that I'm going to be doing on stage that no one knows that I can do. Now, Sam, are you playing New York, Pennsylvania, or California? She hasn't come to Florida yet. She's just in Europe. No, but I know that. When are you coming? Is, uh, just ask her. I, 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 would, I, I would love to. So this is this is where you guys come in. So you're going to have to tell everybody. Well, maybe, we're, maybe when we're out in Palm Springs. I used to live there, so I have a little bit of clout there. Uh, I'll see if they want to invite you into the Gay Pride Parade. And, and, and then you could sing. That. You could sing for everybody. Actually, you know what? Too email Great. email me uh, later because like I, maybe we can find you like a good booking agent, like a really good one. You know, I work in. I don't know if you know. I work in the music industry. Like I run a the, a really large. Actually, it's the largest independent record label in the world. And uh, and so maybe I can help find help you know work with you to find you like a booking agent yeah. that could. Book you. That's the you know it's uh, when I was when I was. At, a young kid um when i was about yeah we're young kid years. look at you you're still a young kid i'm, I'm, I'm 40 this year you're 40 oh you're I'm another 40. old bag oh you're an old bag <laughs> almost like me i'm 76 um so when, you're when catching up younger, kiddo when i was younger um um i was i remember for christmas my mum and dad said to me what do you want for christmas and i said i want an american flag no. yeah facelift that'll do do that um, I, want an Ameri- I want an American flag. And, uh, what did you say, flag. American flag or fag? I want an American flag. <laughs> no, not fag, because I'm an American fag. So <laughs> no, a- an American flag. Oh, flag. Okay. Yeah, okay. so the Stars and Stripes flag, I wanted it on my wall, and I wanted to be American. I, lo- I used to talk with an American accent to my mom and dad. And um, they was obsessed with me, you know, you know. I don't blame them. I'd smack you. That's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, you know, it, it's always been a dream of mine to come out to America and work and stuff. So, um, we'll see what yeah, we can do about that. We'll see what we can do about that. In well, the meantime, you're delightful. And I know you're a great mother and I'm sure you do great um, fish and chips. But leave it behind. <laughs> I will leave it behind. And And be a star. I want to see you always as a great singing star, beautiful and glamorous. I want to enjoy, my my ears want to enjoy your voice, and my eyes want to enjoy your beauty. Combined, I'm going to really have a good time. Okay? I'm serious about that. You will find this to be, as you grow, everyone in the business is going to tell you, baby, start to sparkle, or you're over. It's very true. Nobody wants farmer in the Dell Broads. Everybody wants tits and ass, like hang map, mini dresses, legs. <laughs> no mini dresses. <laughs> no, that's that's what they want. They Beautiful, want, you glamorous know. gowns like she was no, in. No, we don't. We don't. Anyway. Uh, we don't want to see baby throw up on her dress. <laughs> No, we, we, we want to see we want the baby throw up. The, be, the baby throw up needs to grow on Craig's shirt. No, we, <laughs> we want, we want to see cleavage. <laughs> cleavage, lots of cleavage. All right, so here's what we got to do, everybody. First of all, you guys, please go to sam-bailey.com 
And uh, she's got two albums out. One is called The Power of Love. One is called Sing My Heart Out. If you only have enough money for one, get Sing My Heart Out. It is way better. And she really can sing, it's, folks. It's take all it, her own songs, it. and they're beautiful. And definitely you want to like listen to Don't Cry For Me because you're never going to hear her perform it, and it is the most beautiful song ever. So you really want to get it. You guys, she's on Twitter. Follow her on Twitter. It's at Sam Bailey Real, S-A-M-B-I-B-A-I-L-E-Y-R-E-A-L. And please remember, she's she's doing this all on her own. She's independent, so please support everything that she's doing because that's the only way. You know, musical artists, you have to buy their music and you got to go to their shows because that's how they make their living. So please, you know, do everything you can to support her. And Sam, we want to thank you for being such a great sport and coming on the show. Uh, I really do. I do think you're such a super big talent, and I can't wait for you to get over here to the United States. Oh, yeah, well, definitely touch base when I come over, definitely. Absolutely. And I want to say to you, thank you for your delightful, and your voice is just, your voice is better than you are. (laughs) Think about that one. It's true. Your voice is better than you are. That's a wonderful saying. I got to remember that. (laughs) Catch up to your voice, my dear. You got some voice. And everybody, get uh, I love your music, by the way, because it's stuff that I. Can, I've been playing it around the house you know, a lot, I, so I he can, hears. I, it's not that shit of today that they make believe they could sing, and I hear because I sing also. I used to no more. My voice is gone with my age, but I hear when I hear some singers singing, I say, "Oh, how did they get away with that?" Ugh. And not you, because your voice is fabulous. No, and like, we gotta go. What's his name when he did that lovely 1940s oh, album? Paul. Uh, that was Wendy Moten. No, no, Wendy Moten is a voice like this one. Wendy's a singer. Are you kidding? I love Wendy Okay, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. Sam, thank you so much. Say hello. Thank you. Tommy Bye-bye, Sam. Marley. Tell Craig it was so nice to see him. He's a superstar. Bye, Craig. See you later. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Good luck with the tour, everybody. Bye-bye. And go to sam-bailey.com. Bye. Bye. <laughs> What a difference when she took her hair down. She's so gorgeous. She's uh, a pretty, pretty girl. You got to like love it. All right, everybody, I mean, so real quick. What? I mean, doesn't anybody manage her? They said, you're going to be on television with four million people. Don't you want to look stunning like a star? She actually doesn't get dressed up anywhere. I've seen all her interviews. She doesn't really get dressed up. Well, they should today. That's why it's it's not like old Hollywood. Everybody says, how come old Hollywood had glamour? Why did it have glamour? Because they knew how to be glamorous. Today, they look like they're washing the floor. I mean, they look like less than us. That's just the reality. But how can you respect a singer that looks less than you? The women that are watching this show today are all dolled up. They got fake lips. They got the fake cheekbones. Anyway, we got to go. I got to go. I got stuff to do here. All right, everybody. So check out Sam Bailey, though, because she's fabulous. Enough already. Huh? I know. I got to go to the next one. All right, everybody. So here's here's a quick little thing. I met this cool company on Twitter, you guys, and they're called Money Club 1919 or TopDog19.com. They have a really cool service. Never buy batteries again. Bringing dead batteries back to life is simple. Over 19,000 satisfied customers save hundreds to thousands of dollars a year in batteries. Great for your environment and for your wallet. So never buy batteries again. All you got to do is go to topdog19.com, T-O-P-D-O-G-1-9.com, and uh, they can teach you how to do it. It's, it's, it's relatively inexpensive to never have to buy batteries again, and you can follow them on Twitter at moneyclub1919, M-O-N-E-Y-C-L-U-B-1919. There we go. All right, everybody. Then. And wait a minute. And when you go there, tell them that you heard about it on the Jimmy Star Ron Russell show and that you would love for them to be our sponsor. There you go. Because we would like to get paid. There you go. <laughs> also, you guys, you can hear us on W4CY Radio, Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, K4HD Radio in L.A., 
Don't forget when you listen to W4CY, you get to hear Chad live too. By the way, ooh, mm. Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Audio Boom, Podomatic, Apple TV, Spreaker, and on television we're on Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube. Also, one other quick thing, you guys, um, I've been working uh, with some people on the Twitter, and they're doing a thundercap, thunderclap campaign highlighting the lack of funding for LGBTQ filmmakers. It's been set up by Different for Girls, which is DFG Series on Twitter, at DFG Series. It has an outreach of $8.5 million, and it's going to get launched on, on March 18th at 6 p.m., the same time that the actual series DFG. G is launching, and uh, we would love it if everybody would like support it. So you can go to LGBTQ Filmmakers or DFG Series on Twitter. Click on the link to Thunderclap to support it. Uh, a whole bunch of celebrities are supporting it, and running the campaign is is the campaign strategist and the publisher of Diva Magazine, Linda Riley, and our own Zar Drew, who is the social media executive director. So please support it. Follow at DFG Series on Twitter. Hit the Thunderclap campaign and. Uh, and join you guys, and you only have like three days to do it because today's the fifteenth, and they're going to launch on. I 15th. hope you understood what he said. He was speaking so quickly. That's okay, people. That I don't understand jack shit. Well, you don't know what thunderclap is, though. I, have, I know what the clap is, but I don't know what thunderclap. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. And, and now we got to like call our guest, Chad. Let's go. Let's rock and roll, baby. Roger that. Dead air, dead air. Maybe that's why we should call people during a song break. Hopefully this one goes a little bit like... Oh, we could do a song if you want to do one, Chad. I think in the future, though, we should break for a song and then get your guess. Okay, we'll work on that one next week because we've got two guests next week, too. So let's see how it all goes. Hey! Hello, hello! Hello, hello! Mr. Gregory Blair, we can hear you. Can you hear us? Wonderful, I can hear you. Loud and clear. Perfect. Papa, can you see me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. So let's do our intro. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the fabulously talented producer, writer, and actor, Gregory Blair. Hello and welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's going to be a lot of fun. Before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. I've never had you, but if I get myself to you, will you give me a part in the movie? <laughs> I've yet to uh, avail myself to the casting couch. So. Especially with an old bag like me. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, now we've got the man behind the boards. But I'll do anything for a role, anything. <laughs> <laughs> see, now uh, he can be seen too. Everybody sees him, so yeah, that's working. But the girl good. before Sam, he's got she the was update. From London. She was from London, and probably her equipment was backward or, or not. She had a phone. Well, oh. she was on an iPhone. But anyway, we want to like say, uh, actually, now and I don't want, I don't want that to be in the TV show. Now we're going to redo our intro because that's not a good thing for the TV show talking about. Her. <laughs> well, I, I didn't want to talk up. about couching this guy for a job either. You know. All right, all right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the fabulously talented producer, writer, and actor Gregory Blair. Hello and welcome to the show. Hello and thank you for having me. Again, and we want to introduce our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Just say hi. 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 <laughs> it's so nice that you joined we'll put both us of those today. in. It'll be fine. And then we got the man so behind. So wait a minute. I understand there's a role you want me to play. <laughs> but listen, listen, I'll gladly do your movie, but I never worked before 10, and I'm off at 4, and I need two hours lunch, and I need, you know, to use my own lyric uh, words because I forget um, what's what I'm 
I forget scripts. <laughs> forget everything. Hold on. Anything, anything else you need, Gloria, you just let me know. <laughs> Norma Desmond, right? That was from uh, Sunset Boulevard. All right. I love that one. She did that little routine. We've got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Gregory Blair, thanks for joining us. Good to have you. Oh, thank you. It's like the voice of God. Oh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Then we have a chat room full of people, so say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everybody in the chat rooms. There you go. Now you got it. So All now right. tell me, what kind of uh, movies do you produce? Because if I don't care for your style, it would never work for you. <laughs> oh, well, then you better tell me what style you like. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Actually, no, a, a silent movie. This way I don't have to remember the script. <laughs> oh, well, I haven't done a silent movie as yet. But, you know, I got a few years hopefully left <laughs> in me. Um, so far... Seriously, what are you doing? Uh, I've done... Uh, a legitimate uh, horror, I should say, psychological thriller. That's Deadly Revisions. And then uh, Garden Party Massacre, which is a comedy slash horror. Emphasis actually, on that I'd be good I, in. I actually noticed, though, like, because you're kind of like a the comedy horror king. Like, you have a lot of titles of comedy horrors. You know, you have horror horror, but then you have several comedy horror. Horror, horror. He's not a horror. Horror, whatever. He's not a How horror. do you say horror? Horror. How do you say horror? As long horror. as it has two syllables, I'm okay. Horror. Horror. It's not horror. horror. I know. I'm horror. from Florida. They don't say it that but, way. But, but I, when wait, you wait. say whore. I didn't say it. I said horror. A, horror. He's not a whore. <laughs> At least <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> How do you say? You say, say horror. I say horror. See? Horror. But you say horror. No, I don't. Anyway, so you got a new one, Guardy Pardon Massacre. It's a horror, horror comedy. It's a horror. Yes. A horror comedy. And, it's a soft uh, word, horror. And actually, the website for it is GardenPartyMassacreFilm.com. And now, now like, did you, I know you're in this. Did you also write it or produce it or anything? Because somehow I thought maybe you were a writer in it. I wrote it. I directed it. I am acting in it. And I also oh co-produced it. A quadruple threat. Oh, no, yeah, I wear a lot of hats sometimes. <laughs> yeah, quadruple threat. Barbara Streisand in, in men's clothes. <laughs> <clears throat> she was the first one. She was the first one to do that, you know. And everybody bombed the shit out of her. They said, "Well, how can she write it, produce it, and star in it? Triple threat. It's horrible." Meanwhile, it was one of her greatest pieces of work. When she was the the, they went to court. I think she was a lawyer, and she was defending. Oh, Yentl. Not Yantel. That's when she oh, was. Oh, was that nuts? Oh, no. Uh, no, uh, no the C1. Nuts. Oh, it might have been the one uh, as the tide rolls by or something like that. No, tides. Tides. Oh, Prince of Tides. Prince of Tides. Prince of go. Tides. I thought With she Nick was. Nolte. I thought, yeah, I thought her performance was one of B's best. She should have got nominated for that. Don't you think? Do you remember it? Oh, well, she's extremely talented in many of her roles. Well, all of her. So role. I'll I'll take I'll take I'll take it as a compliment that uh, you think I'm Barbara Streisand in male clothes. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> That's the first time I've heard that one. Well, let me tell you something, Gregory. Uh, you know, I'm in the business. I've made films. I've been on TV, and I know what the deal is all about. And when one person directs and another person writes, another person, you know, it's hard for them. How the fuck do you do it? You're playing four roles. How do you do it without forgetting who you are, where you are, what's going <laughs> on? I mean, seriously, the script says one thing, you're telling the actor another. And I mean, it's impossible. I don't know how you do it. I'm lucky oh. I can remember my lines, and I'm not kidding. 
I think it's a combination of I'm naturally a little multi-personality anyway. So I think in my daily life, there are so many voices in my head that, you know, on set, that's not such a big issue. And the other thing is when you are on set, um, you have a team of people who are each doing such important jobs so you don't really have to worry about all of those people. Yeah, but you have to you have to tell these people you have to tell these people what to do. That adds another burden to you. You know, I went out with a, my last lover by the way. He was he heard voices. <laughs> he was schizophrenic. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, <laughs> Just a joke, just a joke. All I'm, my friends, I'm feigning that. No, all, all my friends that listen to this show, they, they know who he is, and they used to say to me, what the fuck are you doing with that guy? He's crazy as a loon. He used to sit there and just jerk his head around and look at this gorgeous guy, but wow. Anyway, you're not schizophrenic. We all make mistakes. When did yes, that, when did you're that? not schizophrenic. <laughs> you're just talented. There's a difference. And you have a great sense of humor, and I could see the electricity in your personality so you have a lot of energy which is good I, i'm still i, I mean i've made as i said i've made you know i was in a film with sophia loren and tab hunter they in a shitty film and the crew was like thousands i've never seen such a crew in my life in long beach on a train station where my scene was and it was amazing what what everybody had a little bit of this and a little bit of that how do you do all of that Put it together, write it, put it together, direct it, produce it, and star in it. You're out of your mind. Actually, though, you don't. You're not the. Are you the lead? You're not. Well, actually, you have like an ensemble cast in it, right? An, so, like that particular film, yeah, it's an ensemble cast. So everybody's kind of. Are you of, a walk-on? Are you just a walk-on? No. Everybody's. All of the main characters are at the party almost the entire time, so they're all in the whole film, basically. Oh, that's, oh, that's, that's fun. That's a lot of work, Jimmy. That's fun. Now. Hold on. So what we want to do? But though, wait a minute. How many salaries do you get? <laughs> no, seriously, he has to get he has to get paid for each. It doesn't work does. that way when you're an independent film. You don't uh, get yeah, paid. I wish. <laughs> you don't get paid for each job you do. No, uh, uh, there are circumstances where that would be true. That is not the case on this film. So, are you at the end? Yes. In fact, my editor just sent me a link to review what I hope is the final film. So uh, as soon as I'm done talking to you, I'll be looking at that. There you go. So here's what I want to do. So we want to let people like uh, actually uh, see it, uh, the actual uh, trailer for it that you sent me. So Chad, well, tell us about it before we see the trailer. I know, but first, first, uh, Chad, you kind of get it ready. Tell us a little bit about what the what the film is about. What's the scene about? Uh, It's a trailer. It's actually just a trailer. It's just a teaser trailer to just sort of give you a feel for what the movie's about. And um, for anyone who is unfamiliar, it's about a friendly backyard gathering that goes awry when an uninvited guest shows up with a pickaxe and an attitude. Oh, wow. It sounds like the parties I go to. The vein of, like, Shaun of the Dead or Tucker and Dale versus the Evil. Very campy, funny, silly. It's all about just having a good time. you got to love it. So As ch- I said, I go to those parties. <laughs> Chad. <laughs> so. I, and, and some evil bitch, I won't use her name, she comes in with a hatchet. She chops everybody <laughs> yeah. to death with her tongue. Her tongue is her hatchet. Chad. Yes, sir. You got it? I do. All right, Gregory, you introduce the trailer, and then hang on. We're going to play it for everybody. All right, so this is a garden party massacre where some people are the death of the party. Wow. You're invited to a party. 
Massacre. There you go. There you go, everybody. So that's Garden Party Massacre, which is not available yet. But I, th- I think they have a Twitter. Do they have a Twitter? We have a Twitter. Um, we have a Facebook page. Uh, it's all the Garden Party Massacre. The that's- Twitter is like, uh, oh, gee whiz, what is it? G. Ha! I'll have to look that up for you. Real that's quick. all right. So all you got to do is go to gardenpartymassacrefilm.com, and I'm sure the links for all the social media will be there. You guys, Absolutely. so go to gardenpartymassacrefilm.com, and you're looking to release it sometime this year, then, right? That's the goal. Yes, we'll see. We're gonna hit the festivals, and then yeah, I have a distributor who's interested. So listen, this year we have a very dear friend, and she and her husband run all of the macabre. Uh, festivals on the East Coast, and her name oh, is yeah. Elsie Elsie Macab and Adam Ginsberg. Why don't oh, you yeah. con- can't you know them? Send send your film there because we go to all of those, and I want to see your film. Oh, great! Yeah, I actually have a link for everybody on that uh, page that you mentioned, the Garden Party Massacre Film dot com, um, where because there are so many festivals and. We don't know all of them. Yeah, but hers is hers are. is good. Hers is East Coast. I gave away at the last festival uh, the uh, director's award. I gave away two awards, and Jimmy did also at the uh, what was it called? Like the Academy Awards of horror movies? No, it's there. Like it's there. It's the film it's festivals like the, awards for which yeah, films won Yeah, and I gave away for awards. a director, and I I found the director really to be a great director. It's called so, the Macabre Fair Film Festival, right. and it's been going sure. on for about six Very years. Very high or end. You go good. and you sit down. And it's you gotten eat. better every year. It's really good now. And we were at the VIP table with all the great stars of horror. We was we were sitting with Jason. Uh, What's Jason's last name? Jason Finney. Finney. Jason Finney. You know who Jason Finney is? He won't know. Anyway, he's up and coming. And Ed, of course, my dear friend Ed. He won't know Ed either. Of course he would. Ed's made over 350 horror films. Ed's very famous. What's Ed's last name? (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's the age. He's so famous. I know him for years. He he makes a lot of cool independent films. He's the tall. Jason Finney, you would know, actually, if you saw him, because he's like in Daredevil and all these different TV shows. Ed is the guy that's all over Facebook supporting Trump. Tall, handsome, (laughs) with a beard. He's in Washington all the time defending Trump, telling us how America's going to be great again. Wait, you should, you, should have to, you should remember his name. I can't remember okay. my own name. All right, anyway, let's go to the next one. All right, so hopefully we'll keep you guys posted, everybody. Check out GardenPartyMassacreFilm.com. Then um, you want to – he's got another movie coming out, actually, that, uh, that sounds good, and I don't think this was a horror comedy. Is Deadly Revisions just horror, straight horror? Deadly Revisions is actually already out. You can, if you go to deadlyrevisionsmovie.com, there's a link where you can see a trailer and get a link to the distributor and, and get the movie or find a store. Can we see it on Netflix or Roku or anything? It is not on Netflix, but it's on, wow, I should have a list for you. It's on Hulu, I think. And oh, then we got Hulu. 
a, a bunch of a bunch. It's on what? a bunch of platforms. So yeah, you can stream it or whatever if you want. Okay. That's, that film's got Bill Oberst in it, who I, I know just because from meeting him at conventions, and it has Donna Lee Heising in it, which I guess yeah. she's been in several of your movies, and she was a guest on the show like two we, weeks ago. We love her. Yeah. She's oh, terrific. we love her. We kidnapped her. She's like our 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 kidnapped person. No, we love her. <laughs> No, seriously, she's coming to our house in Palm Springs for a, a good Italian dinner that I'm making because I'm crazy about her. She was one of our best guests. She was a lot of she's fun. Terrific. A lot of fun and just a sweetie pie. So also, hold on, you guys. So Deadly Revisions is out now, and it's a psychological thriller about what happens when hypnotherapy brings horror to an amnesiac writer. Are the nightmares real or imagined? DeadlyRevisionsMovie.com. If it's done well, it's a good plot. It's a good plot. I love it. Was it done well? Tell the truth. I think it was done well. What I love about it is that uh, it's done in such a way that different people, you can take out of it what you want. Some people think it's a horror film. Some people do not think it's a horror film. They think it's simply a psychological, psychological thriller, thriller that has some horrific moments. Uh, right. A lot of people don't agree on what the ending uh, is suggesting about the entire film. So there are all these, and then I put in a lot of, I don't want to call them Easter eggs because that's overused, but there's a lot right. of homage to uh, elements from previous horror films, not just um, elements like demon dolls and that sort of thing, but also to certain directors. There's a scene that when we shot it, I, I called it... Um, the the Brian De Palma scene. There's a shot. I know what Brian, Brian you know, does. Yeah, where I'm emanating. I'm sort of trying to pay my respects. Angie to the, Dickinson uh, in a taxi cab. Remember, Angie mm-hmm. Dickinson. Angie Dickinson in the taxi cab, taking her panties off. Remember, was the that movie. in uh, De Palma? Dressed, was De Palma dressed to kill? Dressed to kill. That was dressed to kill. One of De Palma's greatest films. That, that was that, that, that was like his best. Uh, the grocery store scene in the in the museum. <laughs> that yes. was my favorite scene. <laughs> the end of it scared me to death when he's like standing there and she can see his reflection in the mirror. That, that just <laughs> yeah. we, 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 su- we support indie films and Jimmy is a great supporter of horror films. I'm a great supporter of documentary films. Uh, I love of documentaries i could watch them always the re- one thing i don't like about most of the indie uh horror films is corny and the horrible acting and the terrible timing you know when is the monster coming <laughs> he's here now why do they do that are people stupid <laughs> that watch these horror movies i mean i've seen that in so many i told that to ed my good friend the actor i said you were in a movie the movie was shot beautifully it was a period piece with the coaches and the costumes and who the fuck directed it <laughs> oh my look the coach is coming what are you what, what are you like brain dead and he said that's what the director did and i said what a pity that director shot that film you should have had a real director not a jerk he ruined the film, and it was a good story. It was a vampire film about the 18th century. God, what the fuck is Ed's name? And I love oh, him. No. He's a dear <laughs> I have my brain, brain dead. I'm, I'm like brain dead. I really mean it. Age. Way, just so everybody knows, if you go to jimmystarsworld.com, you can actually, uh, the, the, we put up a link to uh, gardenpartymassacrefilm.com to, to see the trailer and also for deadly revisions. So you can go to jimmystarsworld.com and click the links and it'll take you to see the uh, actual trailers of both the films. You have uh, you have 10 upcoming projects. So it, it amazes me how like all the people we've been having come on the show lately have so many like projects like in development 
soon to be coming out, uh, which is really cool. So congratulations on that. You have another film, and, and I only bring it up because Sean Whalen's in it, and Brad Potts is like a – I don't know how I know Brad Potts, but I've met him somehow. And it's called Ugly Sweater Party, which I'm going to assume is another comedy horror. I might be wrong. No, you are absolutely on the mark. It's a, it is a horror comedy. Um, it's hilarious. And it, I think it's going to be another one of those – Christmas cult movies because uh, oh, there you go. I like in- the horror comedy movies a lot. I really like that. I don't care for like the uh, we were going to Jimmy and I were going to be in one film and Jimmy's arm was going to be pulled out in a uh, butcher shop and they were going to prepare it for dinner. And I thought, Jesus, Jimmy, I don't want to watch that because that's gross and disgusting. I don't care for those kind of bloody... He doesn't like... I, I, I kind of like the torture porn movies, so no, I'm big into the hostels no, and the saws, but no. he doesn't. He won't watch any I of those. I find when they have to use... You know, like some people say vulgarity in a film is because the film isn't good, so they put the vulgarity in to make the film spicy and better. Well, sometimes horror movies put all that blood and guts in because they don't have a story, they don't have good actors, and the camera stinks and it's a $10,000 budget. Like the movie I was in that I will not give you the title, but it's, <laughs> but it's the greatest piece Holy of shit. Stack. No, no, no. It is the greatest piece of shit you will ever see in your life. I mean, I could have done it with an 8mm camera in my backyard. It was that bad. But anyway, Anyway, no, seriously. Um, so I really respect it when they make it intelligent and scary. Psycho, Hitchcock's, will never frighten anybody. Nobody well, might be fr- frightened like Psycho. And he didn't do anything. You know, the knife never touched Janet Lee. Hang on, go ahead, go ahead. Right. No, I was just going to say, I think that you have to have a good story. If you don't have a good story, it really doesn't matter what you throw at the camera. So Blood, blood and guts. With that in with that in mind, there are people who there are people like you who really prefer uh, less less is more yes. because the less you see, the scarier it is. And then Absolutely. there's a whole fan base of people who are into the makeup and the special effects, and they like to see show me what you can do with your effects, and so they like the gore, and so you know you have to sort of decide. Well, which who's my audience in this movie? Like Deadly Revisions, because like I say, why that's more of a psychological thriller. The gore is pretty minimal. We kept it as minimal as we could, considering that you know there is murder <laughs> in the story. You have to um, also. But Garden Party Massacre, mm-hmm. we sort of spoof the uh, the. Uh, what I find sort of the ridiculousness of some of the uh, gorier pictures. That's I'm going to watch it. I will watch it for uh, sure. So that makes it fun, though, because, like, you know, like, like uh, I, I, one of the people who, uh, who to me, makes, like, the worst movies ever, but they're so bad that they're good. You know, like, you know those movies that are just... Killer so, Tomato, the, the Clown. No, well, I was going to say, like, because uh, like Lloyd Kaufman, uh, we've had him on the show, you know, and those trauma films, they're really terrible, but they're so terrible that they're fun, and you can have a good time, because it's not like they're Sharknado? No, not Sharknado. Whoever, whoever, whoever dreamt that sharks <laughs> falling from the sky would be the best Actually, movie no, ever. The first one was good. I love Sharknado. It's so campy and fun. It's silly and it's delightful. Well, let's and I go enjoy on. It. Like so, let's say because you're in a lot of horror films. Let's say though that there was a horror film in the past and you could have been in it. Like, what would be a film that you like so much that you're like, oh my god, I wish I was in this horror film? 
There's a lot. <laughs> I'm saying, give me one or two. Give me one or two. Like my favorite movie, almost of all time, is Lost Boys. Like I think the Lost Boys was so much fun, uh, and it and it's not really horror, but it kind of is horror. I mean, it fits in the genre uh, of everything. And then there's, you know, I like all the torture porn, but I like all the traditional, like Pinhead and and uh, Freddy yeah, Krueger. At, at what age? Now, I would have loved to have been in Psycho, and I would have loved to played opposite Tony Perkins. And I would have liked to have gone home with Tony Perkins after the day's <laughs> shoot. So, therefore, that would have been my film. You know, I met him at the Red Door Gay Bar out on Long Island many, 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 many years ago. And he was very uh, unattractive, skinny, broad-shouldered, and This weird. is giving you time to think of your answer, by the way. And weird, <laughs> and weird. No, Tony, and at that time, he was lovers with Tab Hunter. They were very great lovers for like three or four years. And uh, Tony was doing a film out there, I think, Maybe Desire Under the Elms. I'm not sure which one it was. And he was very, very weird. So Psycho was definitely for him. Because so, he could do okay, shit so, with his okay, eyes so and things. Okay, so go to you, Gregory. Like, what's some of the, or what, just what are horror films you like a lot, whether you didn't have to be in them or not? Well, the one that came to mind, actually, was the original, uh, and we just mentioned Brian De Palma, Carrie. Because oh. there's so many great people in that cast. Yeah, it's a great if cast. If you been in that movie and worked with all of them, that would have been pretty awesome i think yeah that was a good movie yeah sissy spacex first movie really big movie where her name went out william cat there's a lot of people in that yeah yeah did you like the remake that they did no Uh, i've yet to see a remake that i like better Thank you, thank you. Yes, they do. I mean, one of the newer ones, they do are they're able to do a much better job with like the prom scene, crazy, just because special effects have improved and blah blah blah. But as far as the the way the story is written, uh, the the De Palma one is just it's always the winner for me. Fabulous. Now, since you're into comedy, what do you think of Betty and Joan? Have you been watching it? No, I haven't. Joan Crawford and Betty Davis? You haven't watched it? It's a riot. No, no, I haven't watched it. Oh, it's about Baby Jane. It's a camp. It's about the horror movie Baby Jane, which became, by the way, a money-making movie. It was like a $70,000 budget, 65, I believe, and it made millions. Imagine millions of dollars. And you got Betty Davis and Joan Crawford for 65 grand. Were those the days, my friend? I mean, really. I mean, with those the days, those two leading ladies. You so, can't even get, you know. Watch it. You'll, you'll enjoy it. <laughs> you will. Enjoy, you will enjoy a Joan and Betty. Uh, it's campy. It's funny, and the way they did the horror scenes with Joan and jo- and, and Betty are delightful. It's a. Fabulous. It is a good TV. You have series. to watch it because yeah. you're into com- horror comedy, and here you go. It's screening off the walls. Everybody's screaming about it in, in L.A. It's like the hit of the year. It is a lot of fun too. And Stanley Tucci's. I mean, it's got a lot of really good characters. And Betty so. Dave, who I Betty, who I knew. And Ryan Murphy did it. And Ryan, he's going to put together all the other different different kinds of feud movies after this one because this one's doing so well. So you got to love it. But and Betty, right. Betty, for years I've said had the dirtiest mouth in the world, and nobody would believe me. And people knew that I knew her. You know, I knew her pretty well. We we lunched a few times, and I went to a couple of her parties. And every other word out of Betty's mouth was fuck. I mean, she loved the word. So now in this movie, they portrayed Betty Davis is doing Baby Jane in the middle of a scene, and Joan Crawford walks in furious, and Betty Davis yells out, what is she doing here right in the middle of my fucking scene? So I was so happy that she did that because it, you know, it made me 
not be a liar. <laughs> but they all cursed in Hollywood in those days. They all did. The great ladies. Anyway, it's on Sunday nights, and you should check it. But let's also, you guys, listen up. If you want to find out what's going on with Gregory Blair, you can also follow him on Twitter. He's at the Gregory Blair. Um, what are some? What What do you got coming? At, anything coming out really soon that we should be telling everybody yes, about? Yes, he's got a movie starring me. Yes. <laughs> Uh, well, let's see. Um, On the Rocks just came out, uh, and that got great reviews. That is not horror, horror at all. No, it's and a- the original wait, the original On the Rocks movie was with Gloria Swanson and Rudolph Valentino, 1926. And this is nothing like that. And <laughs> you're allowed you're allowed to use that title because it's over 50 years. <laughs> you can use the titles anyway. Not if it's under 50 years, you can't. Yeah, you can. That, when did they change that? I don't know. That's a, you couldn't write the same script. No, no, no. You couldn't use the same title. No, there's all kinds of movies that have the same title if you go on IMDb and you plug well, them in. On the Rocks was that movie. Okay, so what's this On the Rocks? This one is a black comedy. That, uh, they, they've Somebody called it Altman on Crack, which I think is pretty appropriate. <laughs> and actually, it's star, one of its leading, its leading lady is one of my Garden Party Massacre actresses, Nicole Bagby, and she's hilarious oh, and go. brilliant in it. Uh, and I have this cameo as this obnoxious neighbor, which <laughs> they actually made a short film, and I played that same character, and so when he created the feature, uh, he Put you had in to it. come back to play that same That's role. That's nice. That's nice to do. I yes. like that. Um, yes. is, is there another best place for people to find out what's going on? I know the Gregory Blair because like, I'm on Twitter all the time, so I know people can follow you on Twitter. Is there like a website or face, Facebook or anything yeah. for you personally? Yeah. Yep, there's a Facebook. It's, uh, what is it? It's just the Gregory Blair, the Gregory Blair again. Okay, so there you go. Facebook. That's good that you got it. Facebook.com slash the Gregory Blair. Twitter's the same. Um, uh, of course, IMDb will list most of the films. Um, so you go to the, uh, what else? I've got a Pinterest. Does anybody still do that? I, uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't know I don't, how to do Pinterest. Only if you want to buy dishes and little lace work. <laughs> Actually, because you did a TV series and I'm bringing it up only because we're gay. Uh, but you did, Oh, you are? You had, huh? You're gay? Yes. And, I'm uh, sleeping with no, a faggot? And, you, uh, and you, you did a TV series where you played a bunch of different characters according to IMDb. It's called Old Dogs and New Tricks, the sex life end for gay men as they face 50. Watch Nathan, Brad, Muscles, and Ross stumble through middle age in an alternate universe called West Hollywood, which is funny, I think. Now, that movie we've got to see. That's a TV series, though, right? Where is yeah, that? I think you can see that on the web. On the internet. We can watch it on yeah. the internet. Oh, okay. And so yeah. I think it's just fun that you were in it, because you really do have... A, oh, you were in the, in the film also? See, I had a moment there, a delayed moment, where my brain just goes to sleep <laughs> and it comes back. It does that all the time. But, what, I, came did, I came in and did some background and some small roles in a couple of different episodes. I used to hang out in West Hollywood. The, I, I used to hang out. You know how many movie stars I used to see that were gay that played straight? <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. Oh, I'm telling you, especially in Mother, Mother Lode. They used to come into Mother Lode all the time. And in Revolver, uh, the guy from Bewitched who played the lead, he was gay. He the was Aaron? gay all the time. Yeah, all the guys. So many guys were gay. And, you know, people would say, no, no. I just like the fact that you've done so many different things. You do horror, you do comedy, you do, you're do you doing a lot of uh, all different kinds, so you're not really stereotyped and pigeonholed into the one thing. And, and, and a lot of times you don't see a lot of people who do 
horror and then also do comedic horror at the same time. Like there aren't too many people who actually do that. So kudos to you on that and the fact that you know you're writing and directing projects and at least getting enough money to put the thing together and and, and get it put out well, there. Well, the best writer is Mel Brooks, Young I Frankenstein. I mean, now we're talking about major shit. Mel Brooks with Young Frankenstein and the other one that I love, Blazing Sa Well, that Blazing wasn't up. But, but Frank, Young Frankenstein. And what's the other one he made besides another horror movie? Frankenstein and another one. I don't know. Uh, the one that makes fun of Hitchcock. The bird and... Uh, yes. I know, I can't think of it. High Anxiety. High Anxiety. Uh, yes. And they're saying Dick York is the be bewitched lady. Yeah, Dick guy. York. He was quite nice. Very tall and skinny. Drunk, but very nice. <laughs> no, he was you drunk. You hear it all here on the Jimmy Star well, Show. <laughs> you know why. You know why. Because what's the point in lying anymore? I mean, nobody's in a closet anymore. It's old hat. Who the fuck is this oh, shit what you do in bed We have two minutes. Else? What about Ooga Booga with Karen Black? Is it a good movie or not? Karen Black. Oh, another gosh. one. I, I dated ah. her. The, you know, my why I like that movie, and this is totally an obtuse reason in a way, is because I always loved Karen Black. She, I in love that her. movie, spoofs her uh, Trilogy of Terror famous moment, uh, you know, with the Zuni fetish yes. doll. She spoofs that in that movie. So she's spoofing one of my favorite things she ever did in that movie, and I got to be in that movie. So to me, that's what, what I love. It, wasn't she a sweetie pie? Uh, well, I wasn't in any scenes with her, unfortunately. Oh, oh. I took her to a, a friend of ours' house for Thanksgiving dinner. She needed a date. And she was just delightfully wonderful, Karen. That eye was weird. She had a weird eye. When you spoke to her, it was like almost not slow or something. But, uh, I just wrote it, it, it down. It made her attractive. I wrote it down on my list, so I thought we'd get it out there. So everybody listen But I up. loved Karen. Deadly Revisions is out now. Look for it online. You can watch it someplace. Uh, Ooga Booga with Karen Plack you can find someplace. Uh, Ugly Sweater Party is also out someplace you can uh, see. No, not yet. Not oh, yet. Not yet? Oh, no, sorry. That I messed that one up. coming out this year. That one's coming out this year. So is Garden Party Massacre. Um, check out GardenPartyMassacreFilm.com. Follow the social media. Follow at the Gregory Blair. We want to thank Joe Williamson for setting this whole thing up because it's time for us to go. And uh, in next year, I believe, the Macabre Film Festival will be in Pen Palm Springs. And I hope that your movie is there. And I hope when I give away an award for Best Director, Actor, all those fucking, Writer, all those fucking titles you've got. <laughs> That you win all of them. So I'll have like five uh, in my hand. I'll say, oh, that bitch again. Here we go. Oh, here she is. Oh, I can't believe it. Another one for that fucker. Here we go. It'll be fun. Anyway, perfect. it'll be fun. It'll be fun. So, Gregory, right. thank you so much See for coming See you around on town, Gregory. Take good care, baby. Right. Be fun. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks. Uh -huh. Hey, everybody. Bye, thanks everybody. so much. Bye. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in so much. We had a good time. Sorry for the technical difficulties. As next, always. Next week, we got Matt Martin and Christine DeBell coming on. It's going to be a lot of fun, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. I'm a Liverpool MC. You can't test me. Big up the girls inside the party. Let's get down to crazy Jimmy. Big up myself and all this outfit.